Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chevalier Mortgage. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit dnvrmortgage.com where you can get signed up for a free consultation and to discuss all of your options as well as get free DNVR merch. Check it out today. I'm sure you've heard about the great mortgage rates out there right now, but Mike and Virginia are not your typical mortgage company. Yes, they do have the phenomenal rates, but what makes them different is that Mike is a certified financial planner and looks at so much more than just rate when designing your home loan. Plus, they're a small family-owned company just like us here at DNVR, so you'll always feel like a person and not a number. Again, head on over to dnvrmortgage.com and check them out today. Welcome in to the DNVR uh, Avalanche podcast. Are we muted? No, we're not muted. All right, great. Uh, brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, number one rated sportsbook app out there. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts. I'm your host, Rudo, with Blaze and Jesse Montano. Um, that game sucked. <laughs> yeah, I lost a bunch of money during that game, too, so <laughs> super fun. That was not a good hockey game. The Avs were never really in it because they were down 2 nothing 90 seconds into the hockey game. Thanks to Joe, Joe Pavelski. Pavelski. Yeah, I hope yeah. Kayla's not watching this one. You know, Kayla from the comments before, I hope she's not watching this post game. Hey, congratulations to Joe. I mean, he scored 400 goals now in his career, 270 Stop! of them against Stop! the Avs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. I, I, didn't, I, thought, I thought you were going way more positive with that. Dude. No, I was making a joke on the Avs' expense. And, you know. It's uh, him and then old... Uh, Crooked helmet from Detroit. Yeah, uh, Johan Franzen. Franzen. Uh, there's oh, there's yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. other guys. I'll give him that but... dude a thousand dollars. Put his fucking helmet on straight once. <laughs> <laughs> it's that old padding. It just never sat right. <sighs> yeah, yellow and disgusting. Like you're in the NHL, dude. Get a helmet that fits. I mean, the Abs got exactly what they deserved in the first period. They pretty much just didn't show up to the hockey game. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say about it. The first period was brutal for them. They. The defense was terrific. The puck, oh. dude. The puck management was terrible. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just they, they. I mean, you watched what Dallas was doing in that first period when it seemed like they were controlling zone time the the entire first. They would win a race to a loose puck and wrap it around the wall, and they just had two guys pinching at the blue line on either side. And anytime the Avs got the puck, they just kind of gave it away. And oh. Dallas wasn't trying to make a clean pass; they were just throwing it to where they knew people were. Pucks down the middle. And that was how Joe Pavelski scored twice. I, I mean, it was like it's like watching Pee Wee hockey, right? Like seriously, Dallas, Dallas moves the puck, and every Avs player just drifts towards it, 
and then they drift toward it over here. You know, that's <laughs> funny because my wife was here and we were watching it in the bar and she was like, man, this is what like watching like phantom hockey yeah. right now. Like this is bad hockey. <laughs> and look enough. And I mean this enough with saying Eric Johnson is a top four defenseman. <laughs> he, I, it, when yeah. Byram's come, when Byram comes back, honestly, if I'm Jared Bednar, Eric Johnson's out. No shot. I, I'm not. I don't, I'm what, not saying he will. Lineup? Yeah, I wouldn't. No I, I'm way, dressing no Ryan Murray way. and no. Jack Johnson ahead no. of EJ right now. Oh, you're crazy. Look, look crazy. me in the eye and actually way. tell me one thing that Eric Johnson didn't positive tonight. I dare either of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not defending game, Eric Johnson. One size. game, he's been the worst defenseman in this in this no, last seven no, game no, stretch no, no, by no. a mile. Jack Johnson by was a mile. The other awful Johnson. tonight. By yeah. a mile. Jack Johnson. Eric Johnson has been the worst defenseman worse. on this team. I'm not saying EJ's been good, but Jack he's Johnson's been, been worse. Been, they should have gotten rid of him. They should have given Seattle the first and the third to take him in the expansion draft. They didn't, and now you're strapped to him on what was a bad contract the day he signed it. And now you're still stuck with him. I, and it's only getting worse. I don't it's disagree with that. It's only getting worse. I don't disagree that they should have got rid of him. Give I'm me, not going to say that Jack Johnson and Ryan him. Murray over EJ oh, that tonight. Is brutal. That's so, tonight. You, no you are shot. right. You tonight. are right. Eric not Johnson, even that tonight. Is brutal. Not even tonight. <laughs> Playing Eric Johnson right now is brutal. The first goal is entirely on Jack Johnson, who just still gets give me him roasted give by me Joe him. Pavelski. Both of them were on Johnson, weren't they? No, the the other one was the on. The second like, one was Eric Johnson just. So Eric Johnson just decided to to just so bail and leave two guys in front of the net. That puck should have been out of the zone though, but Murray tried to make this play to Jost, which created oh, a puck battle, no, and then Jost no, lost no. it. But dude, the the, the puck but, dies on EJ's stick. He gets the puck in the offensive zone. He skates into the corner, does three different turns in either direction, then just gives it up. It's the same thing in all three zones. It's 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 seriously becoming a problem for this Avs team. That that I, they they are continuing with with the sacred cow of Eric Johnson forcing him into the top 4 where he he can't play he cannot play there anymore so if we turn it down a couple notches i think i agree with you <laughs> ej has been bad he has not been a positive impact on what the avalanche have been doing once once still would have him on the bottom pair over either of Jack Johnson and Ryan Murray but agree and that, and that's and that is how much i think his game has fallen off seriously it's it's not I, working well. Well, in the better, top be, four. better I thought get he, up before the trade deadline. I, I thought he was a. Who's gonna take him? Who's on gonna that take him? Visa, on what that has he got two years left? Yes. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like you know, t- last year, two years ago, I thought he was a bottom pairing defenseman. Now seriously, he's he's a seventh D to me. When this team is fully healthy, he's a seventh D. And, and part of the reason why I'll I go bottom line. Don't want to go hard on EJ specifically for this game is because the entire defense was awful. All of it. And this, and look, this frustration is the culmination of, I I think Eric Johnson, since the start of this season, his play has just done this since game one. And, and it, it just, he's making plays tonight when your team is already struggling to manage the puck. You have, you have a letter on your chest. The course, you cannot be out there making plays like that. (laughs) Corsi means nothing tonight. Yeah, yeah, it, well, yeah. It, it, guys, the Avs outshot Dallas twenty-one to one in the third period because Dallas just stopped. Yeah, if you look at the like, Corsi scores, it yeah. looks like the Avs. Well, I, I was going to say, and that's and that's where the the, the advanced statistics stuff like yeah. it's it's you have it's to tough score on a night effects like are a thing, right? Right. Like, <laughs> right. I don't know I, what's AJ, does AJ hate Eric Johnson? No. Oh, I don't. 
I think they just like that you're on you're on one right now. Well, I, I just I, I just I, I, I've been I've been pounding this table now for several years. I used to have tickets with my sister. We, we'd sit there and watch games and say the same thing. I, I have a couple buddies that I watch every game with. You know, up until I, I started back here. I've been saying this for years. He he's struggling, man. He is struggling. The injuries have caught up with him. The age has caught up with him. And, and, and he, he's struggling and, and it's all coming down to, you see a game like tonight where again, you are, you got a letter on your, on, on your Jersey. You're playing in the top four. You are, they roll you out there to be a steadying, calming presence for this team. And he's leading the charge at giving pucks away. It can't happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him not making the lineup though. Like, I don't disagree with you. I've been saying this for years. I don't like from the start of his career. Right? It's like, was he a bust? Yeah, yeah. Well, and who was I having this conversation? Me. Was it you? Yeah, yeah. 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 I and see as a, as a one overall, yes. Yeah. As as a first round pick, no. I mean, he's no, got, he's, been, he's had a long career. Yeah. He's been whatever. He's been fine. I I, I just I, I don't know, man. I. Jack Johnson was brought in here on a PTO. Ryan Murray's making seven, 750K a year. The fact that that's the conversation we're having, six and a half million dollar alternate captain or two guys you pulled out of the bargain bin over the summer on one-year <laughs> deals, like that tells you everything you need to know about Eric Johnson. To me, and again, they're not going to pull him out of the lineup. Nope. I know that. I don't yeah. think they everyone, should. Everyone I... watching knows that. But I, you know what I honestly think would be phenomenal for him? Cool, you're sitting tomorrow. No shot. I don't. I don't think they, that's again, the correct. I'm, they decision. won't. I, I, why not though? Just 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 be fine with him being terrible watch, on the second pair. I'm gonna shift by shift Jack Johnson's game and send it to you, and you're gonna go. Again, oh, all okay, right, that's so why. there are some brutal ones out there. You're saying from Jack Johnson. Eric Johnson and Jack Johnson; those are in the same <laughs> sentence for you. I, that's and that's the problem. That's what I'm saying. I I seriously think scratching Eric Johnson for one game, knowing that you're bringing him right back into the lineup the next game. I think that would be a good wake-up call for him. Put him you in the doghouse for one game. I don't, yes. I don't, okay. I don't think you fix the problem. The problem with EJ is... It sends a message of you can't you can't roll out here and play that way and be in the lineup every night. Both just, Jack Johnson and Ryan Murray have had healthy scratches. You just this have year. to live with it th- with EJ though, because EJ's problem. Okay. So is if you're fine, he's with gonna make with stupid that. decisions. And you had like yeah, there's no scratching EJ isn't like oh now he's gonna play better. It's just not. How he works, he's just gonna make bad decisions sometimes. Well, and, then why? And you so why do it. you scratch players then? Because you can get something more out of them. I don't think scratching EJ does anything for him. I I disagree. I I, I think again, it's a message thing. You can't be careless with the puck. Well, I'm. You could scratch the whole defense then tonight. That's <laughs> and, and that's what I'm saying. He's one of the few that I mean, outside of obviously Taves and McCarb, like he hasn't. Jack Johnson and Ryan Murray have both missed games this year as healthy scratches. Why is Eric Johnson above that? Because he makes six million dollars. His, his play is on the same level. I, I think his play is better, marginally, and it's bad, but it's better. You have to ice the best lineup that you can. When, when, and, and, and now, again, another reason why they're not going to pull him out tomorrow is because you'd be pulling him out for Curtis McDermott. <laughs> but, but if Byram's good to go tomorrow, hey, we're going we're gonna to give you the old guy day off. Get some extra working with Sean O'Leary. I, I still think getting Learn him, how to get make him, a pass. Get used again. to that bottom pairing. <laughs> That's what I'd be talking and, about. And, and get now, used to this. And now here, here's where... Here's where the voice of reason comes back, right? He's he's because of the injury, he's being asked to play up in the lineup. Yeah. The goal was for him this year third pairing, right? I think I think everyone can agree he should be set and forget third pair guy. Third pair guy. Yeah. That's that's what he's at 
Yep. That's, that's a stage he's at in his career right now. And so he's playing up in the lineup. And that's why, again, it's not going to happen. But I think a scratch would be good for him. Hey, we're trusting you. We're putting that letter on your jersey every night right now. You, you just can't be, you can't be bad like this. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about something positive before I, I lose I, my mind. I told you in the first intermission, I walked up to Rudy. I said, I'm going to have some I know. spicy I know. Eric Johnson takes tonight. And you, you got him in. Now we're moving on. Uh, Kale McCarr. Uh, it's a nothing goal. Dude. But the kid in a game where like everyone was awful. First of all, he had a couple shifts where you're like, oh, right. He's really, really good He's still on our team. Yeah. He, uh, well, and, and, and he, him and Devon Taves, I actually thought, because I, I agree that the defense as a whole was bad. It was bad. Uh, I liked him and Taves tonight. I thought, I, I thought Taves did a good job of, of they, they were the two, two of the few guys that I didn't think were completely careless with the puck. thought they did an all right job of moving the play up ice. Um, I, I actually gave Kale McCarr a B plus on the grades tonight. Um, cool I, with it. Because I thought. He's their best player. Yeah. yeah he, outside he of best maybe player, created like, a bunch hook, of chances. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't fault him there. Yeah, I thought Gerard didn't look good at all. He he, he kind was of was exposed yeah. as well, though. Like yeah. they were like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna do wait. Oh, you're gonna spin now? No, 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 no!" And just waited him out until well, he just kind of skated to the he, corner. He had a couple plays that I can remember where he kept the play alive at the blue line, which is what you want from sure. him specifically. Um, but yeah, they they just got caught too many times. They you know standing along the wall. You have two guys from Dallas just slowly closing in. Nobody's moving their feet. Yep. And including the puck carrier. And, and Gerard got caught a few times doing that. Just uh, this way, this way, this way, this way. Yep. Never mind. Nowhere left to go. Well, and the first period and a half, the Avs zone exits were awful. I mean, they're, they're passing out of their own zone. Oh, was it's just terrible. For a team that relies so heavily on that to drive the puck forward for them, when it looks like that, Look, everybody knew this game was over five minutes into the game because like, oh, the Avs just clearly don't have it tonight. Well, well, so, and was it not exactly what we were talking about in the pregame? <laughs> Two goals in the first ninety seconds, like just, yep. This is just the way games go against Dallas. Yep. Yeah, and it's weird too. Like, as they're going through the game, you're like, okay, when are they just going to shut this down and go? Well, this game's over. Move on. Start we looking game. at Nashville. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, and and here's a disappointing part, right? Like, Abe Kubel had. Uh, you know, he he had really been a positive and kind of just surprise to run yeah. over Jake Ottinger for and, no reason. And, and tonight <laughs> was the first night where it's like, no, that's not a cheapy penalty because I, I really do. His his first two with the Abs, I thought were like, oh, that's pretty ticky tack. You know, that, those are reputation calls kind of yeah. thing. Tonight it's like, bro, you just ran him over. Oh, he leaned into him. No effort to even try and stop or get out of the way at all. He saw it and then he leaned hard into it. If you watch the slow-mo, it's it's bad. The Twitter reaction says it all. For for a penalty that no one ever agrees with, Ab's Twitter just kind of went, Yep, Yep. you can't do that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and and you know it leads to the the goal that I honestly think kind of put it oh, away. Yeah, that, that was the dagger for sure. Because I yeah. I agree with you. That first ninety seconds, you're like, yeah, this one's probably done at two nothing. But had they kept it at two, I mean, you get that it, goal from Kale. Yeah, absolutely, and, like you the, know, it's like two goal, like right? right. Next goal wins basically. Yeah. So if the Avs come back, right. it's, it's hot, most likely that they, something it's dumb happens and a yeah. puck goes in the net yeah. and it's a one goal game and you're like, well, all right, yeah. maybe there's something here, but and. 
Well, I want to circle back to like the game as a whole at the very end. Yeah, because yeah. pe- I think people think that like we're way more down on the don't, ads right now no, than we no, are. No, no, this is. This, this they're, should, they're coming off a six-game win streak. Right, we'll get right. there. We'll get there. It's totally <laughs> far. Like it's you're gonna lose games at the end of the day. The final score is three to one. It, it's just the fact that honestly, I, I said it halfway, um, halfway through the first. I said. The stars could just leave the ice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the abs are beating themselves right now. And that's what makes this so frustrating is you watch them play the way they played for the last six games. And it's like, this is how, this is what they're capable of. And they just got away from it for what? 95% of the game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, third, a third period was a little bit better, but by that point uh, too, Dallas had shut it down yeah. then, though. Like it's, yeah. it's just not the That's same. That's why it's hard to sample. Yeah. That, right. 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 It's like, right. they're, they're already like, okay, we're good now. All right. Three Oh, well, you definitely need Breck brews after a game like that. So <laughs> go, go hit up your local liquor store, find the Breck beer near you with the Breck beer locator online, or come drink with us next time down at the bar because drinking and being frustrated together is better than alone. I guess <laughs> at least so we're looking for a positive there. Uh, at least you can console each other at the DNVR bar. Uh, check them out. They're super great. They also have the good company, hard seltzers. Uh, you can also check out DraftKings Sportsbook, number one rated sportsbook app out there. Highly recommend you get in on these guys. They have ridiculous odds boosts for new accounts. Like I don't even know. They just changed it. So I'm not sure what the new one is for post Thanksgiving, but if I were to guess, it's probably something along the lines of if you sign up with the DNVR code with a new account and bet a dollar on a hockey player existing, you get like $100 <laughs> in free bets or something. That's usually what it comes down to. Let's see if I can uh, I can find it here. Yeah, yeah, look at this. All right, so bet $1 on any team to score and you get $100 in free bets. So if he, pretty sweet. You might have been sweating bullets tonight if you bet on the yeah, abs. Yeah, <laughs> squeak that one out a little bit, but they got there in the end. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Go bet on like a basketball game, and I think oh, it's not just hockey. It's every, yeah, that yeah, yeah that, that's where you're going with that bet for sure. <laughs> It'd be hard to get a shutout in that sport. So. Yeah, hit up DraftKings. Obviously, they have a bunch of awesome stuff. The same game parlays, something we're super partial to when it comes to the abs. Uh, You don't get good odds to take the abs in the money line, but you throw that in with the over, and all of a sudden, you're making pretty decent money. Uh, So check those out at DraftKings as well. Uh, Obviously, all the other stuff. We got our Saturday slate coming up uh, tomorrow, so... Be sure to uh, get in on your. Uh, it's it's only nine games tomorrow. Yeah, it's not, not like a super one. Well, yeah. one and and a ton of teams have back to back. So True. I'm sure tomorrow. I'm sure we're gonna hit it right on the head. <laughs> oh, tomorrow. for yeah. sure. I mean, it's the easiest thing, <laughs> easiest money maker in the yeah. world. <laughs> <laughs> Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. While you're at it, let's uh, let's bring up our king of the game because our king of the game is not the Avs. Our king of the game is the DNVR locker, baby. Uh, oh, that's that's not the right one. There we go. There it is. Uh, it, if you need a little retail therapy after a game like that, you can get up to ninety percent off today at the DNVR locker, including a couple of shirts on sale for just ninety nine cents. So hit it up. I know there's a couple of Grubauer fans out here still. Ninety nine cent Grubauer shirt. You can get it right now from the DNVR locker. Bunch of amazing stuff on sale too. All the shirts, the hats, all sorts of stuff going on for Black Friday. So, you know, you might be sad about the abs, but at least you can be happy about the abs shirts here at DNVR. (laughs) 
go yeah. with that. And you'll be able to bust one out tomorrow when they bounce back. There yeah. you go. There. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Want to p- p- park a second here? Thoughts on Gabe Landeskog tonight? I, I, I so I've lumped Rantanen and Landeskog together here as the top line, and it's not good enough. Yeah, and and that's you know I, again, there's another thing I put in my grades to to see all of them. Make sure you're heading over to the dnvr.com. Uh, look. I think Gabriel Landeskog is, is a phenomenal captain. I think he gets a lot of heat from people that, um, you know, you use cherry picked kind of games and stuff like that. But it's, it's nights like tonight where I sit there and say, this is where he earns that criticism. Uh, again, going back to my EJ rant there at the beginning, this is one of those games where your leaders have to, step up when the yeah. team is clearly yep. struggling yep. And, and you even saw it out of that first TV timeout. They kind of collected themselves a bit. That's where you needed Miko Rantanen, uh, Gabe Landeskog to go out and make a play. Didn't have to score. You didn't have to go, you know, pull a Michigan to, to get your team back in the game, but you need to make a play. We've seen Landeskog do it a, a million times, right? Go make a big hit, cause a turnover, create a chance, get an offensive zone start, Win a draw. Look, we can be as yeah, none, of, none of that was happening tonight. There was a few that were, I, I think more than anything, he was just kind of a ghost. But there yeah. was also some very big negatives out there when he was on the ice as well. It's like, mm-hmm. definitely not what you want in a game like this from that top line. Yeah. We can be as mad about the defense, or I see the chat talking about Kemper, all you want in this hockey game. Well, I thought Kemper was fine. I th- that maybe the third one goes five hole on him, but it's a weird deflected puck it's... and blaze and i were laughing dude you got two dallas stars <laughs> yeah. standing in front of the net no <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah like you said you, you want to see him get that one five and who hole, gets but, beat yeah. by the pass oh it's jack johnson just saying <laughs> uh okay that was not J- jack jack johnson challenged where he should have challenged i'm almost positive it was ej who just decided to fly the front of the not, net but not the point the point is you can be mad at the defense i've scored one goal in garbage time in this yeah. game real yeah. hard to win a hockey yeah. game when and, you score one but it's, goal, it's, it's, it's also over. hard though when there's two goals right off the bat, right? Of course, oh, yeah. you put and yourself sure. right in a hole. But and and I know Bednar is going to be looking at some of that tape because on that second goal too, I think it was Taves was standing right next to the eventual goal scorer. Yeah, I, not a stick on him, nothing. It was just like you, watching. You know why Joe Pavelski's so great against the Avs because they don't tie up sticks in front of yeah. that. They're yeah. awful at it. Yeah. They've all, they've been awful at it for years. It's just not something that they do well, and. You get away with it when you're scoring six goals a night. Mm-hmm. But when your offense comes to a screeching halt, yeah. you can't get away with the cheap stuff on defense and offense just, yes. I'm I'm mostly okay with throwing this game away because it's like, look, Kadri wasn't going <laughs> to score three points every night. Yeah. We've been saying it forever. Yeah. You're not expecting the production to keep up at the rate that it was. It's a little bit harsh that it crashes all the way down to zero. Yeah. But... You kind of knew this was coming at some point. Yeah. No, for for, for sure. And and it's I, I honestly like c- coming to the bar tonight. I felt like yeah, there's there's stout defense from EJ right in front on that Pavelski goal. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you just kind of and the, and there he is watching two Dallas Stars in front of the net punch one home. 
Just not good. I'm enough, just man. saying, if you go back and watch the goals just that they not, scored, there's a bunch right, of. The next person to mention sure. a Johnson watching. has to buy the rest of us shots. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. So if I do it. I have to buy you guys shots. Whoever whoever says what that name again has to buy all the shots. All right, if I don't have to take one, I'm, I'm fine oh, with it. Oh, no, 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 no. You're going to take one. Uh, you just, and you have to purchase it, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Can you say the guy that has the horse named McKinnon? No. No? Okay. What's no. that? Nice, uh, nice try. Uh, I'm being baited. Let's, but let's get into the forward core and actually break it down a little bit beyond the first line, because I agree with you, Jesse. The top guys weren't good enough, but... Kadri, sure. You just, it had to happen eventually. Uh, the rest of the second line wasn't there tonight. And and specifically, as the Berkey stand on the show, Berkey was bad tonight. Dude. I thought they created some chances, but Berkey couldn't hit yeah, anything. The, for the dude who has the best shot on the team, hit the net, bud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seriously, I, I, I've said it several times in the last month. I think he's got a top five release in the NHL. Andre Burakovsky can, can just blow pucks by any goalie in this league. And the rate at which he misses the net is like mind-numbing. Because it's like, oh dude, goodness. you you get those on net, you're a 30-goal scorer every year. Yeah. Every year. Clearing the pucks for the other team, however. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's doing yeah. a great job of yeah, that right yeah, now. Yeah, he's phenomenal there. And then, yeah. you know, like Ottinger was fine, but did you guys ever feel like he had to make it? maybe that Burakovsky one-timer after McCarr made it 3-1? to yeah, one. The garbage time again. Right, yeah. right. Maybe that's one stopper. Like, wow, that's a really nice save. Other than that, I just thought he, pucks were just kind of hitting it. Yeah, like, they was, weren't making yep, anything was, He was difficult. squared. Yeah, a he was squared up to mass. everything, and yeah. there was like... There was no movement, so he didn't have to really do much. Right, so, yeah. right, and 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 uh, not a lot of guys. The Abs generate a lot of offense from their blue line outside of McCarr. Not not a lot of guys putting pucks in the net. This game is fine to you know, like you said, I'm fine writing it off. They won six in a row. They yeah. lost one three to one. It's gonna happen. It's it's whatever. Um, and 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 honestly, Dallas got two goals right off the bat, and the rest of the game was just kind of weird. Uh, it's it's just frustrating though because they seemed to get away from everything that made them successful for yeah. two weeks. Most everything. Yeah. How much of it is they got away from it compared to things just weren't working? Because like the power play it, has been respectably good over this winning streak, and tonight. The zone entries were just, yeah. I mean, I couldn't watch it. It was so bad. It was to it, me, it was, it was they, the two quick goals right at the start. The, the fourth line struggled in that first period. They had a couple shifts where they got caved in, led to, you know, a lot of sustained zone pressure. Dallas was winning faceoffs clean in that first 20 minutes. So they were establishing zone time. And I just think the ab they they looked like they were chasing the whole oh, yeah. night, and it was leading yeah. to sloppy passes, bad entries, bad zone exits out of their own end. Um, you know, the, they had those those three power plays in the first period. I don't think they won a face off. I don't think they established possession off a puck drop until the second period or after the first period on power plays. Also, 
it wasn't a penalty, so ultimately it was the right call. I, I didn't know that. I I always thought the rule was once the arm went up, the call was made. You had to make the call. Yeah. Now I know the five minute, you know, rule that they put in place allows so, for review of how long that penalty be. I didn't know that you could then just skate over to the score box and be say, oh. <laughs> LOL, JK. (laughs) For clarity, the refs can get together and reverse the call, but they can't like look at any footage of it. They just have to make the call based on live. So it's basically like he went and asked somebody else. Somebody else is like, no, the stick just... He broke his stick in half. There was like four or five years ago, there was a very famous one of this happening to Crosby. And everyone was like, oh, of course they would overturn the call of a Crosby one. (laughs) I just, I... um, Well, who broke their stick though? Who was that down there? uh, I think it was a six and white. Lindell? Uh, I think. Can't oh my remember. god! <laughs> what happened to our TV? Uh, We're having a rave in here. But but uh, again, it was the right call, so I'm not like mad about it. Right. I just didn't know that you could do that. When I first saw the replay, I said, "Ooh, the Avs got a freebie there." Nope. Yeah. Which I, I I guess you'd rather them get the call right, but I, I I I thought for sure once that arm went up, you had to make a call. Yeah, and I mean. You know, I'm not going to nitpick it too much because I don't really think it would have made that much of a difference in this game. But Uh, I mean, I I say that, but that came right at the end of uh, what was that? The second period? Yeah. Yeah. You know, hypothetical land. The Avs get one there and suddenly it's two goals. Maybe it's a hockey game. Right, 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 right. Uh, But I I don't know. I just thought that was weird. Honestly, the king of the game should have been someone put in the chat earlier. Darcy Kemper skates. They they lasted a whole game, one whole game. He, uh, again on my grades, that was. I thought again, I thought he was completely whatever tonight, totally fine. Um, but I was like, you know, what? his skate stayed in one piece. Good for him. Yeah, certainly, I wouldn't put any blame on Darcy. The first one was completely unstoppable for him. Yeah, like you said, that that third one is maybe the one where, and I'm sure if you ask him, he would say, "I I wish I had that had that back." Um, but also just don't run over the other team's goaltender and give him a power play. Right. Yeah. That's one of those ones where it's like, yeah, there's 50 things that you should have changed before before you had two guys standing alone in front to to bury one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just disappointing all around. Um, I think especially coming off, you know, a couple, couple emotional wins where you had to kind of grind them out. Jared Bednar breaks the record last game. Um, you would have liked to see him, keep some of that going forward. Ultimately, I think we're all in agreement. Yeah, you'll you'll bounce back. It's fine. It's yeah. it's one game. It's no big deal. Um yeah, if you're even win tomorrow night in Nashville and no one ever thinks about this and, game and, ever. And, and everyone forgets about but, it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and honestly, I I hope uh I can't even talk about him positively <laughs> now. Uh but, but, you know, like I, I, I hope he does bounce back, and I know he will, and he'll score a goal tomorrow, and everyone on here Just will. Just say uh, Jack Johnson's D partner. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the J&J line will bounce back. Yeah, there you go. Um, but, again, my biggest issue tonight, and it, and it extends beyond him, it's all those guys that you are looking at and saying, we lean on you to be emotional leaders, be leaders on the ice, to be physical. I didn't think any of those guys, with the exception of Kale McCarr, were good enough tonight. Uh, you know, Alex Newhook was fine. I honestly even thought Jason Megna 
was you know he was moving his legs. There, like, there was energy. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like there's a couple things where it's like yeah he's he's at least trying to generate something again. That line that line got beat up pretty good yeah. in that first period. Um, but but like you had some of your depth guys doing stuff that you needed them to. You, you all of your big guys, the guys that this organization has said we are pushing our chips into the middle with these guys. Um, they've gotten it done for six games. Uh, with with a lot of help from the depth, they've done exactly what you've needed them to when your top guy's been out. We need you to chip in just enough, and, and the depth needs to step up just enough. Tonight, I thought you had the depth going, and you didn't have the top guys going, at least from a forward standpoint. Reverse that on D. All right. Chat, when you're ready to move your Johnson into a depth role, hit up Manscaped. Use code <laughs> DNVR oh to get 20% off. <laughs> <laughs> Get free shipping with the perfect package 4.0. They got all the tools you need, whether it be for for shaving your hair or they got deodorant. They got body wash. They got shampoo. They got you covered top to bottom. So whatever it is you need for for taking care of that body, uh, get Manscaped and use that DNVR code. Also, check out Hassle Cattle Company as they got some delicious meats for you. Still got their holiday deal going on. Use code DNVR15 to get 15% off. You're a burger person. They got the Wagyu burgers, which are insanely good. If you're a steak person, they got all sorts of steaks like tomahawk steaks, bone-in, ribeye, sirloins, a bunch of other stuff too. You name it. They got you covered. You can get it shipped directly to your door. And, you know, it's just a, a great deal with the 15% off. If you're doing a big order, maybe get the whole neighborhood together, get a get a group order going. 200 bucks gets you free shipping on top of all of that. So <laughs> That was one of your best ones. Uh, yeah, short and to the point. I, I like work. that. And sometimes I sometimes I hit lucky on them. Uh, also, be sure to check out Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that has really helped change a bunch of people's lives. It's got the CBD in it, so it helps with joint pain, migraines, other aches and pains, all sorts of stuff like that. You can uh, have it right brewed up with your morning coffee like normal. If you want to try it before you buy it, we have it here at the Bar Cold Brew, so you can come on down and uh, drink the pain away, I guess. <laughs> got, got my K-Cups delivered. Oh, Did you? That's yeah. right. That well, was, you that ordered them. That was yeah. the first thing I said. I said, that was fast as hell. <laughs> when they, uh, when on the, the guy, because you know, we were working outside today, getting Christmas decorations up. Uh, I think it was USPS comes up to me and I look, I was like, Oh, it's Oh my gosh. Here. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So Strava, big shout out. There great, you go. great, quick, easy delivery. Get them quick. Use code DNVR 25. If it's your first purchase to get 25% off. And, uh, Jesse already mentioned it, but you know, he's got his grades going up for tonight. AJ with the, uh, the post game piece. We got that stuff for every game. So now great time to get a DNVR annual membership. I think there's still time. If you sign up today, you get like 60 bucks in, in store merch yep. yeah, for, yeah. for signing up for an annual membership. So it goes till midnight, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So uh, go do it right now and get yourself a bunch of dope shirts on top of the membership. We, uh, we honestly, we've got all kinds of really cool stuff. We're going to um, be doing that. That's members only or early access for members and stuff like that um, here on our beat at least. Yeah. So make sure you get signed up. We, uh, we got all kinds of cool stuff coming. Yeah. Really looking forward to some of the new stuff. All right, third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Let's get into some positives. Blaze, I like Newhook. Is Newhook the only forward that's catching a dub tonight? What else are you looking at? Yeah, I mean, like, there's not a lot of positives to go on the forward crew. I mean, what are you going to say here? Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. No, no, I, 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 I honestly agree with that. I thought new hook. I, I hate that. Like we're saying he was like the standout forward. Cause there's huge chunks of that game where I don't even remember him being out there. Yeah, yeah, but that's I mean, the whole sure. forward but, core. That's what I was saying. It's right, like, right. You take this game and you just watch it. And you're like, no one can make a pass. Yeah. No one's really moving to get open yeah. for any and type of opportunities. It, I loved, it was hard to watch. I loved him walking off the wall though on that power play. Yes. I think it was in the yes. second period or maybe it was even in the first. Um, yeah. W- w- walking off the, the, the near side wall and, and putting a quality shot. On. Yeah. Putting, yeah. Giving, giving, that was one of the few I just said a few minutes ago that I didn't feel like the abs had a ton of ultra threatening chances. That was one of the few where, Hey, you're going to give me the ice. I'm going to take it. We talk a lot about being a threat right? Let teams think that you're an actual threat to shoot. And, and he, he did, he walked in and said, if you're going to take those passing lanes, sweet, I'll just, I'll walk right down yeah. the middle here and didn't go in. But, um, yeah, he, he was one of the few and that had a, that had an opportunity or two. solid energy going. He had some nice plays, digging pucks out in the defensive zone, willing to take hits to get pucks going in the right direction. And, was actually, you know, making passes to people instead of <laughs> that just, were also on his team in, in the general area of people. Uh, so I, I thought he was solid, and and you know, you're you're digging pretty deep in the weeds to find positives in the forward core tonight. Unfortunately, I mean, but, the only thing that you could say of like Berkey actually hit the net there, he would have been positive just for as many chances as he had to shoot. True, generated opportunities just didn't uh, didn't close them. Yeah. So. Yeah, we. Uh, we're gonna have a we're, we are gonna have a busy week, you know, starting here because the, you know someone just put it in chat. The Avs do go on a little run here of, of pretty difficult opponents coming up. Yep. You know, Nashville's an all right team. That to me is still a team that on paper the Avs should beat. They played today as well, so yeah. it's not like there's a and and yeah. So obviously both are traveling tonight, getting yep. into Denver. But um, I, I I so here here's my positive spin. I think there's a couple things from that third period and there's a couple things individually that, that guys can take forward. And, and you know, if you say, if you can build on that, great. Again, I thought this was another game where new hook kind of continued to build. Um, I don't think he was as good tonight as he has been in the last few games, but again, I don't think he took like a massive step backward. Uh, you know, Kale McCarr continued to be stellar, uh, that third period, you, you you had some things. I asked Jared Bednar the other day, you know, with a game like that Ottawa one, how much of that do you just toss right in the trash? How much do you keep? And he basically kind of said, you know, from an individual standpoint, there's a lot. Sure. For individuals, there's a lot you can take from, from uh, you know, games like that, good and bad. For the most part, yeah, there's some of that stuff that you're not really going to look back on. And to me, that's how tonight kind of felt. You can find some guys, Alex Newhook being one of them, Kale McCarr being one of them. Like I said, even I I really did. I thought there was a couple plays that I can remember where Sam Girard, wow, that's a nice keep. That's a a good job keeping the play alive. Um, Even if the rest of his game wasn't spectacular, there's some stuff you can take from here and say, "We, we need to be folding this in with wasn't really an effort issue tonight. It was just an execution. This is what good execution looks like. Yeah, there was some effort problems <laughs> in the first. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, and then, yeah, it was just, it was just too little too late. Ottinger got settled in uh, after he came back from being run over by Abe Kubel. And yeah, that, that, that game was done. But I thought there were some positives that you can take out of it from a film standpoint. Um, and McCarr just continues to be magic, dude. 
yeah. dead zone entry going around the net. Just <sighs> the edge work is so unreal. Dude, he he goes around the net, gets a great A opportunity, and doesn't go in. And at that point, I'm just like, all right, yep. So just, they're just not going to score tonight, <laughs> I guess. So, <laughs> and he, even him skating out of the zone, like just the separation he yeah, put yeah. Yeah. between the four checker and himself. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, he's on another level. He leads the Avs in goals. <laughs> he's coming for the rocket at this point. He's got goals in five <laughs> straight games. Forget the Norris. Yeah. <laughs> he wants it all. <laughs> he wants it all. Uh, the other thing I'm going to emphasize here, and we've talked about it a lot, but it, uh, after a loss, it is particularly worth noticing. You know, top line was kind of a ghost, but they didn't have Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Hey, <laughs> look, look some positives tonight right so uh in the central i believe the blues lost tonight there you go two to four so yeah. there's not really a lot of movement going on here right yeah. like and you still dallas got- does creep up a little bit closer to the abs so yeah. it's it's getting to be a log jam time in this area so really one game setback yeah and, and you've still got three games in hand on everybody yeah. pretty much yeah. everyone yeah. yeah at least three games in hand on pretty much everyone uh yeah, it. Uh, yeah, they didn't have Nate for the last six games, and yeah. they they're winning. Yeah, they're right. doing awesome. It took them seven games to have a game like this without Nathan McKinnon, <laughs> without JT Comfer, and without Bowen Byram. And the fact that it took this long is impressive. Like seriously, and, and and on a night like tonight, like this is one of those games where y'all yeah, make the excuse. Like you sit there and you go, you got if you get, if you have Nathan McKinnon and Bowen Byram in your lineup. You feel a little bit different about yeah. the way this game plays right, out. Because like, there's two more people who can just kind of impose their will out there. And Nathan McKinnon could have maybe, you know. Willed a goal. Willed, and, willed a goal yeah, earlier in that, that game. top line through. If you have Bowen Byram, you staple whichever Johnson you dislike more to the bench. Right. And you you roll your your five best D. Yeah. Like Seriously. Yeah. It, it's Your it's, other offense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so despite how I, I still feel about that guy. Yeah. That guy, <laughs> Rudo said it a second ago yeah. and I let it go because I knew the it, context. It's been said at least four or five times. <laughs> yeah. I said six in white. Yeah. <laughs> I said six in white. Um, we're just but, all buying each other shots. Yeah, we'll all, yeah, we'll yeah, all yeah, go yeah. do a shot after the show. Um, <laughs> but, but I, I, I still, it's not that I don't feel that way, but, but you do sit there and you say, all right, if he's slotted in on that third pairing, if you got Nathan McKinnon back and you get that that third line that we were kind of talking about before the game with LOC and Newhook and you know Jost or Nachushkin or whatever, you, you you feel a lot better tonight. The result's probably a little bit different. Sure. Um, so you'll take it after a six-game win streak without two of your best players. Um, and, and JT Comfer, who I think all of us would take over pretty much anyone on that fourth yep. line. Yep. Um, so you, you you can't let this go on for more than one game and get away with the injury right. excuse because you've proven for six games that you don't need the excuse. Uh, but it happens. As with every is what it is. isolated loss, it's one game. You can't, right, you can't right. form a narrative based on one hockey game. I, just, I still just go back to it, right? Like at the beginning of this, seven games ago, yeah. yeah, Matt goes yep. down, six yep. and, yep. One and somebody right goes, oh, yeah. eh, don't worry about it. Uh, and the way they were playing before that would be like, oh, don't worry about it. They're going to go six and one. You'd be like, 
I wouldn't be sitting here anymore. You'd be like, get out of here, man. You are high on something. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> it's, uh, um, it's good to remember that. Cause like we, we do these, Right after, we, we, you know, we, we spend that entire game watching it and kind of dissecting everything. So that's why we come up with some of the stuff that we say. Right. And it's our job to break down every little detail. Right. But. And the other thing about it that, that really does for, for this team over the last, what is it now, four years, when it was the 48-point season, like it was like, yeah, they're just not good enough, <laughs> you know? But what's frustrating when you watch a game like tonight and you say, I know what they're capable of. I know that the, the the passing not being crisp, the 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 yeah. passes to no one, the you, you could just see it wasn't there, right? Right, right. And, and that's the stuff where when you sit here and you watch us, it's like son of a bitch, like you're better than that. Yep, agreed. You're better than that. Miko is better than that. Yeah. Landy's better than that. All jokes aside, EJ, you're better than that. The Avs aren't the team that can just have those games and, right. and no one cares anymore because they're on the up. Now it's like there are expectations for you guys. Right, right. And and again, if they do if they lose this and then go win, you know, three, four more in a row. <laughs> no, not even that. Like we've said we said at the beginning of the season, you, you gotta have at least twelve points in every ten game chunk with the type of contenders the Avs are, that number's probably closer to 14, I, 15. I think 14 is the number. If if the Avs go 7 and 3 in every 10 game stretch, yeah. You're happy and they're 6 and 1 in this stretch right now. Yeah. So, and, and so well, I, I guess yeah. is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah that is correct. correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah yep, you're, right, yep. you're right, you're right. So What's so tonight? it's it's whatever. It yep. really is at the end of the day, large picture, it's whatever, especially because yes, score effects are a real thing, but they finished that game pretty strong, right? So it's as long as you move past it, it's fine. I have full confidence that they will. Um, they'll they'll remember. Yeah, yeah. that that sucked. Yeah, we know how to play. That wasn't it. Um, and and you'll be good. But uh, it's just frustrating to see some of those mistakes yeah. out there. To Alyssa's comment here, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, you're 90 seconds into a game and you're down two nothing. You're like, boy. This is maybe this would actually make sense for a time for McDermott to fight. <laughs> yeah, but not in the lineup. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I I looked it up, and again, this is where you you always have to with a game like this. If you were to either just go look at if you were to look at just the box score or just you know uh, some some fancy stats, I think Kiefer Sherwood was like thirteen and eight in Corsi events. I I I can't think of one shift where I saw him out there. I think the one play that I remember is he was part of the two on one rush when oh, where he came out tripped of the penalty over box. the yeah. ad on the ice. Yeah. 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 The superimposed ad yeah. on the ice and he tripped over it. You are right. I do remember that. Uh, I also watched him fall behind the net. I do too. see a lot of this <laughs> Joshua's comment in the chat and I want to tell y'all to chill it with this. Yeah. The abs haven't played Dallas in eight months <laughs> the the wins and losses from the before time me have no effect on the game that these two teams are playing right now it's a completely different world well, that these two teams are in so you can't be like oh the abs have lost nine of their last 12 games against dallas or whatever those, those games are totally irrelevant yeah. to this season it's a completely different dallas team it's it's a different abs team and also lo lost in all of this i mean i guess maybe not lost we have touched on it they scored two goals in the first 90 seconds and then a power play goal. Yep. Like by no means was this like the Dallas stars just 
flat out dominated yeah. and overpowered the abs. The abs beat themselves in a lot of areas this game. Dallas got off to a quick start. And and actually what what should make people feel better and and not that Dallas just has a match, matchup uh, advantage. All Dallas has done. Go look ba- go look back at that bubble series. Dallas is get a lead and hold on for dear fucking life. <laughs> hold on, chip pucks out. How many times did they pin the puck on the wall tonight? Yeah. Just pin the puck on the wall. I seriously think they chewed up like 35 seconds of a power play. Like literally that has been Dallas's um, game plan against the abs dating back to the bubble. Every one of those games that the abs lost with the exception of game seven was Dallas scoring three or four goals in a really condensed period of time. And then just holding on, keeping the abs from coming back. So it's not like they are this, uh, you know, juggernaut. The abs can't get over. Do I think that maybe there's a little bit of the mental side of it for the abs? Maybe. Going back to that bubble for some of those core guys. But even to your point, Rudo, so much of this team is yeah. different from that team that lost yeah, in the right. bubble. Um, so I, I, don't know, I would maybe subscribe to that a little bit, that the abs have that kind of mental hurdle like they had with the Canucks back in the mid-2000s, where they went like 21 or, or one twenty-one and one against the Canucks <laughs> yeah. over like yeah. four seasons or something like that. Um, Robert Luong, Roberto Luongo actually owned them yeah. for yeah, a long time. Like, so like I, I could maybe buy into that, but no, I, I don't think that this Dallas team is constructed in a way the abs can't no. beat. Um, if, if you watch any of these games, it's been get a lead and, and just try to shut it down. And, and they haven't necessarily been particularly successful in the shut it down part. It still gets a little, you know, loosey goosey there. Um, at, yeah, at, and at times, and every team has that that team that you know for whatever reason they just can't do it. The Abs have dominated Boston for a decade for no apparent reason. It's just they beat that team <laughs> yeah. because reasons. So it's just the way hockey goes sometimes. See, but again, there's another comment. Did Dallas play well tonight? I think they played well in, in what they were given, right? They, like it's pretty easy to play well when you're up two nothing right, ninety right, seconds right, into right. the game. Like, like they, they they had their they had they played it to their game, right? Yeah. Which is they move, they take away time and space, and they did that. And when the Avs weren't giving the effort back, it just made them look that much better. I I think especially credit to Dallas for stopping his own entries. Like, yeah. It, there's another team out there. If there was nobody on the blue line, the abs would walk into the zone just fine. Yeah. You know, in that first period, I honestly don't know if that's true though. Like, <laughs> like, if there wasn't another team out there, I don't know if they would have walked into the zone just fine. Uh, yeah. So, and, and I mean, look, Dallas played fine. Um, man, that, that has more talent than yet. I mean, they they played fine, but again, it's not like they it's, come out every time and flat out just dominate I, the Avs. Yeah. I, I would use this with Ottinger especially. Did Ottinger play well? Absolutely. Did the Avs make his job easier than it could have been? Yes. Yep. So, and, and I think that's I think that's actually the the theme of tonight's game. Did Dallas play well? Yeah, they played fine. Did the Avs make it easy as hell on them all night? Yep. yep. Absolutely. Cool. I love it. I think that's a great way to end it. So yep. we're going to get out of here. Thank you. Every- oh, we got something. Oh, right. Super chats. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Forgot. Super chats. What's here even doing up there? Yeah. Slack. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm ready to forget about this game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, For real. Thank you. Vaguely sober. Uh, off to change the Wikipedia page again. Dallas still owns the abs. Uh, you know, 
technically you're not like this is there's nothing yeah, yeah, this, yeah, 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 yeah pull the record up yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh games are going to look bad when you play a team that's entire goal is to sit on a lead yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. thank yeah. you for the super Seriously. chat Billy. yeah honestly and one more from carrie thank you very much uh this game was a joke eh, yeah. sort of yeah a, a great laugh we'll all have about it if the abs win their next three so yeah <laughs> yeah frustrating game but yeah i think i think we left it on a good yeah good note yeah. there yeah i think we're good thank you everyone watching listening however you consume the pod we appreciate all you we'll be back pre-game post-game tomorrow same place uh looking forward to it hopefully a little bit better of a game against nashville till then we'll talk to you later